0: Thanks for checking out Coffee Pods, a coffee break length look into the Christian healing ministry. This season, we're chatting through how we can find hope when life hurts. So whether you're an Americano, a cappuccino, or a latte, there is something here for you. So pick up your coffee mug, plug yourself in, and let's go.
1: Hi Lisa, how are you doing? Hey, good, thank you. You all right? Uh, yeah, doing okay. These come around pretty quickly, don't they? A little bit, yes. <laughs> okay, so uh this week, what's what's the subject we got? What's the
0: We're one? gonna be chatting through miscarriage and how wow. we can find hope um through that incredible hurt.
1: Wow. Okay Yeah. Um, so it's,
0: it's quite a big one. <laughs>
1: yeah, it is. And and can I just say right at the beginning, if if this is your experience, then you know it doesn't have to be recent. Mm. You know, you might have family grown up and moved on and stuff, but it's there. And, and, you know, we're going to pray at the end of this. So, yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah. Miscarriage is the biggest pregnancy anxiety, Lisa. Yeah.
0: I didn't know that.
1: Uh, yeah. So when you um, talk to pregnant women, as I, I don't all the time, but in, <laughs> you know, um, the statistics are that uh, miscarriage is the biggest pregnancy anxiety um, and it means that you have lost a pregnancy in the first 23 weeks, usually in the first 12 uh, right. weeks, which is of course why we don't often tell people that couples are pregnant until mm. the 12th week, because that's a little bit of a marker as well. But the thing is, it is a loss, it is a life loss. It's, it's a loss that leaves its mark on us and in us. However um, early early, um it might be however um physically small it might be it still is a life and it still leaves a huge um hole in us because and we do we go through the process of grieving yeah um, because it is a life that a person that has been lost yeah and so you know there are some big things that go with it
0: yeah i think I I sometimes wonder as well because you you've almost lost somebody who you've never physically met um which is a whole other kind of loss and I I remember there's an episode of Friends where Rachel um suspects she's pregnant It's not a miscarriage but she suspects she's pregnant and then is told she's not and she's incredibly sad and she says how can I be sad over something I never even had but it's Mm -hmm. a it's a genuine feeling of loss. And so miscarriage is, you know, next level as well.
1: Yes, because, um, and again, I speak as a man, so please forgive me any ladies who are listening. But obviously, you know, we, the body has begun to experience physical changes. Yeah. And, and the body is getting ready for something that is then suddenly not there anymore. Yeah. Um, and so along, along with that sense of grieving, uh, I've known people Who've had uh, a sense of guilt about you know did did they do anything wrong? Oh you know, right. Did did they eat something wrong? You know, alcohol. Yeah, they say maybe don't have alcohol during pregnancy, but actually medically they say a little alcohol is unlikely to call a miscarriage.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, um, some people you know flying in a plane. You know, people people pick up things. You know, I had too many curries and I yeah. Mean, you know, and in a sense you you can't ever um answer the question but you know did we as a couple do something wrong do we not you know and there, so there's mm. a, along with the loss and the grief there is a sense of guilt that can go with it as well
0: um, can i just jump in there as well yeah. i wonder for the partner um what, you know because you said that there may be a sense of guilt as a couple I think often you could think of it as being as the woman being pregnant because she's the one looking after her body. But I do wonder would, would the other partner feel a sense of guilt in some ways, do you think?
1: Oh yeah. I you know, I I think um, uh, absolutely, you know, you should we, we should have stopped working. You you know. Yeah. We we should have done this and 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 a guilt over the fact that they had bills to pay and they still had to carry on working and stuff. And 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 I think it is it is a shared grief. And it can be a shared guilt. Yeah. A sense of guilt as well, which isn't right. You mm. know, I, I mean, it's, it's easy for me to say, look, it's, it, but, but I, you know, it, it isn't not that it isn't a real feeling, but, you know, we do think we beat ourselves up over things that we can't possibly mm. ever know. Uh, and as Christians, sometimes we do that, which, but the great thing is that we can bring that to God. So, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I suppose that. It- there may also from guilt be a sense of failure maybe inadequacy
1: yeah yeah and and of course you know we'd say it's not true and and because of that then people with that sense of failure i've known people who've lived then with the fear that it's going to happen again yeah you know which is understandable you know and it
0: does know, happen doesn't it
1: it does and and you know in our in our extended family um we have you know, yeah, we have those stories, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, you're really glad that so-and-so is pregnant and they've been trying for you. And, and, you know, it, it suddenly it's not. Yeah. And so that sense of fear, well, will it happen again? You know, is, is this, is this, there must be something wrong with me. Yeah. It's the thing. And, and I think they're very hard emotions for us to carry um, both as, as mom and as dad
0: yeah definitely and I, I do feel you know if somebody has a miscarriage they don't tend to go and announce it you know no. to everybody it's not something you you particularly want to share um but also I don't think it's something that's just talked about that often in general for support reasons um and I, I do wonder why that might be
1: yeah I, I think so. I mean I I know that that in the NHS and stuff, there are processes, protocols for supporting couples who've had miscarriages. Mm. And, you know, your GP would would also be able to put you in touch with some of those. But also, I think in the church, we don't talk about it because we're embarrassed. You know, we're embarrassed by death. We're embarrassed by grief. We don't know what to say to somebody. And, and, and funny, it's funny, it's in America, they seem to be much better at it than us, but even in the Friends episodes, um, to be able to say, I am sorry for your loss, yeah. you know, um, can be just helpful to people to say, you've acknowledged that something's happened to us. And
0: mm-hmm. actually,
1: sometimes that's all people need, just to acknowledge that this has happened to us, without mm-hmm. saying, you know, I'm sorry that the baby, this and that, yeah. just to be able to say, I'm sorry for your loss.
0: Yeah, and, definitely. And that can be
1: a genuine thing. And I don't think as a church, we talk about it enough. Mm. I don't think we talk about some of these life issues. Um, and, and I don't know, I, I think it probably goes with your theology a bit. You know, if you're supposed to be zippity doo and we win all the time. Um, but, you know, we're in the healing ministry here and we know that, you know, we've prayed for some folks and things haven't turned out in the way that yeah. we would like them to. So I think we've, we, I, I don't think... I don't think it makes God look bad. (laughs) No, no. it's about being real with one another and real with God. But yeah, we don't talk about it. You're right. Sorry, wittering on there.
0: (laughs) No, it's fine. It's what this is all about. (laughs) I think uh, you know a a huge, a huge emotion will be disappointment, won't it? Um, You know, for the for the for the parents, for the family, for the friends. You may have had dreams and hopes for this child. How, how do you think we can sort of find hope when you've gone through that?
1: I mean, it's really interesting because, you know, people, people will want to hide away. They'll isolate, they'll hibernate. And you understand why. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I think when we were talking maybe last time about divorce, we said, you know, we, um, we hurt as deeply as we've trusted we can be hurt as deeply as we've trusted and of course you know when our hopes have been high and you know we've had such expectations of blue pink yellow of of a nursery of Mm. you know and and it's funny isn't it as soon as i remember as soon as mary and i you know we found out that we were uh, mary's pregnant with our first one and and you begin to wonder what they're going to you know what's, what's this child going to be yeah I mean, this before we even found out I mean 46 years been married so it's been <laughs> a bit of a while since but you know before you find out the sex of the child but what are they going to be what will they do yeah and, and you begin and you can't help it it's a bit like mushrooming you know vision you just start to it gets bigger and, and bigger and bigger um and and funnily enough uh it, it's really interesting that People start to talk about the, the 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 child in the pregnancy as a person.
0: They yeah, have they names too.
1: for it. So you know, people talk about the baby bump. Yeah. Even though you know they've just found out they're pregnant, you know, and 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 mum will will sort of um, say, "Oh, I think I'll sit down now," you know, and it might just be a week. <laughs> week but actually, that's right. You know, you yeah. I'm, I'm nurturing and caring for something. I've been entrusted with this life. Um, and of course, the, the thing is that you can't help but have hopes and dreams and, you know, mm. buckets and spades and you're going to be tripping over toys in the middle of the night and all of that, you know. And and of course, nobody says, well, OK, now's the time for you to start having some dreams about the future. You just. Mm. Do. Yeah,
0: it's natural, and, isn't you know, it?
1: You can't help it. And of course, when those hopes are dashed. then you know it's really hard proverbs uh, 13 verse 12 says that hope deferred makes the heart sick but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life mm-hmm. and in those moments of miscarriage people have said it feels as if the tree of life just got chopped down
0: yeah you
1: know, hope deferred and the heart is sick over something and of course a disappointment is literally what it says it is it is a dis appointment Mm. it is a missed appointment something that should have happened didn't happen that's where Mm. the word comes from so it's a literally a dis appointment Mm. Um, and and so we we've prepared life even though it's just a short time we've begun to regard this life inside a mother's room as, as ours we've begun to think of it as a person and with personality and with hope even though it might only be you know An inch. Hello, P. Yeah, you know, but people do that. Yeah, and you can't help that. So I think there's a there's a thing within that, and of course the other thing is that God is a God of fruitfulness. I mean, you read Genesis one, and you think, hey, Mm. you know, this is supposed to be a fruitful way of living.
0: So. Yeah, I was just, as you were talking, um, I was also, I was listening, but I was also thinking as well, there's some unhelpful things that we can say to people who who have gone, you know, I suppose through all of these life hacks that we're talking about, but particularly like for this one, stuff like heaven's gained another angel or that they, that God wanted another angel in heaven, things like that. And, and I think actually that can cause deeper hurt sometimes not meaning to um i don't know whether you've sort of experienced anything like that in your ministry times or
1: yeah it's what i call a a spirit of crass stupidity Um, yes and and i know why people do it they don't know what to say
0: yeah
1: um but actually if you think about what they've said they have they are saying that god has taken the child yeah that you longed for
0: yeah
1: and you know just because he needed someone to do the dusting in heaven, or whatever you know, the reason for it, and so so I understand why we say it. Um, mm. And if I could just say to her, please never do that, because it's absolutely not true. Mm. <laughs> you know, God doesn't work on that sort of economy, and and I think the things that are you know um, another one you'll have more, you'll have another mm. opportunity, and yes, that is true, but actually. There's a time and a place for that. yeah. And, and I, I've known people who literally have almost disappeared from church for a month just because they couldn't face the explanation. They couldn't face the story. Mm. They, they didn't want to be having to, to talk about this situation in, with, with other people. And, and actually, we learned to, to say, hey, we can provide meals. We can send flowers.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, you know, and and we we try to say to people, you know, let real friends just be real friends. Yeah, that's it. But actually, these are very private, and personal moments, so let's hold on to those. And so I, yeah. I think, um, you know, and and certainly I have prayed for people, who have been had a miscarriage, and they've said, "Would you come and pray for us that one we get through this, but two that there, you know, that we." do receive that fruitfulness of God?
0: Mm. And I think it's really important actually to allow th- those people to say that is what they want, mm. you know, in, in the times of prayer or just in conversation, because, it, you know, we might make an assumption that what they want is to try again and have a baby. Mm. Some people don't do they? they, they, that's it. They don't want to go through that again. And, and, and they can be content in that decision as well. So I think, it is really important that we let people tell us what's going on and what's on their heart.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And some people might not want to try again for some time. Yeah. Some people may want to, to go through. I mean, and particularly, of course, if they've been through IVF as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that is, that is heartbreaking.
0: And, and mm. I think, you know,
1: in the end, I would say that the church has to just come up with bucket loads of love
0: yeah, it's great.
1: Not a, not a dictionary of answers.
0: That, I think that's something we should put on a wall somewhere with. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Bucket falls um, in
1: love, not a dictionary of answers.
0: Yeah, that, that is brilliant. And I think off of that then, let's go into how we can find some hope then. So what, what are some and so moments for this, do you think? I, I think these are um,
1: these are the things I think I've learned from other people who've been through it so i would say surprisingly people have have said coming through the experience that we are loved by god yeah and i would say yeah that's absolutely true but they've also said at the same time that life happens and and it's the nature of the universe isn't it that it can be random it can be chaotic as well as it can be ordered Yeah, and and you know sometimes um, we get caught up in the aftermath of the random and the chaotic that as humanity we created, but also just the stuff that you can't put a name on. You can't
0: yeah this or that
1: or the other. Um, I I would say that the people who have journeyed through this well, take time, be kind to yourselves. Um, Please don't feel that you have to rush to church on Sunday. Mm. you know please don't feel you have to be at the prayer meeting please don't feel you have to look happy all the time you know Mm. just take time be kind to yourself um i've noticed that people will put their hope in god and not in the circumstance of a pregnancy okay so because in a sense they can't predict what the other one they can't predict the pregnancy but they can be sure about god yeah and i'd say you can say god we're we you know we're in the dark right now okay so we're just going to keep hanging on to the hand that's holding us and we're going to walk until we find some light Mm. but that's putting your hope in God not in circumstance and I and I think yes I have you know I have been asked to pray for life and fruitfulness um for them as as a couple and even as a family that are still there but also um you know, yes, you do pray for for life in the womb, and I've been asked to pray that at the right season and the right time, you know, this would be a place of of life and a place of joy. and mm. And we've known moments when, you know, that scripture: "Those who sow in tears will reap in joy." And and mm. we've known that. We've seen some lovely miracles that have taken place. Mm. But I would say it is hard. It is a journey that I wouldn't choose for anybody. Um, but when it does happen, um, you know, we do have um, we do have bucketfuls of love and not a dictionary of answers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And if you are looking for support in this area, obviously um, your local church, friends, family is always a great thing. And we also have um, a ministry event that we do here at Acorn on Life Losses. It can be absolutely anything, um, including miscarriage. So uh, please do feel free to come along and receive some ministry and support in that area if you'd like to. But for now, um, should we pray?
1: Yeah, let's pray. And and actually, if if people are in this place, um, you could just send us your first name Mm. and we will pray for you. Yeah. You don't have to explain everything. Just send us your first name and we will pray for you. Mm. But let's pray now. Father, I do thank you that you are a God who created life. You are a God of fruitfulness. You are a God of joy. But you accompany us in our sorrows when they come. And so, Lord, for all those for whom this is a story that is uh, either fresh or still familiar from the past, Lord, I ask for the ocean of love from God, To be in front of them, that they might just be immersed in the fact that even now you are with them and that you love them and that hope in you is sure and certain. And Father, thank you for all those little lives that didn't become fully formed, but Lord, in spirit, were fully formed and you now know them. Mm. And they are present with you as we long to be one day. Lord, thank you, you don't miss a thing. Thank you that you're on it all. In Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Oh, Amen. Brilliant. Thanks, Wes. And thank you guys for joining us. And we'll catch you again next week. Yep, we'll do. Bye. Bye. We hope that you found this week's episode of Coffee Pods helpful and inspirational. If you like what you're listening to, please give us a like and share. We'll catch you soon.